motivational speakers, teachers, preachers, and singers all use their voices. And guess what? No matter what profession you're in, you use yours as well. But what happens when you get sick? For me, my already deep register goes down another octave or three. (laughs) That is what you heard a couple of weeks ago. (laughs) Y'all, it was so bad that I had to call in sick to church. As many of you know, I am a media ministry consultant, and part of my duties on Sundays is making sure the live streams are well executed. From social media comments to the website updates, I am the live person behind the church logo. But God, I am so grateful that he has placed incredible people in my teams to shoulder the responsibility. No one person should be in control of every aspect of online ministry. Well, unless you're a congregation of 10 or less. Now that's just my opinion. Today I want to share some tips in how I balance my ministry while encouraging, training, and equipping others to do the same. I know this veers slightly off the normal track, but my hope is that you will hear something helpful or noteworthy to pass on. These strategies aren't just exclusive to church ministry. One could implement these into every aspect of daily life. You're listening to Our Given Purpose, the podcast. I'm Tori, your host and life coach. Welcome to this space where we clarify, organize, and prepare with God. If you're ready with your Bibles, notebooks, or the latest online offering, the playlist from Audio to Words Journal, let's open with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you. Thank you for this opportunity to be your vessel. Everything I've learned is through your divine wisdom. Thank you for being with your servant and helping me navigate, balance, and remain calm. Your peace is refreshment. As we move throughout this mentoring session, please remove anxiety, tension, stress, and the desire to people-please away from our minds. Help us to apply this information by acknowledging our faults and surrendering to your wisdom. Be with each of us. In your name I pray, amen. Hello, people of purpose. Before we begin, please do us a favor and share this podcast via social media or email. We would greatly appreciate your help in spreading the word. Use the hashtag OurGivenPurpose so we can shout you out and see what you're up to. Let's get into Minimize Chaos, How to Remain Prepared on Our Given Purpose, the podcast. For biblical reference, and I'm sure the saints know that we can use the Word of God for perspective and application. The story of the ten virgins reminds me that Christ is why, who, how, and what gives my life, your life, purpose. 
everything I do reflects my spiritual maturity and growth as a daughter of the Most High King. To consistently evolve and acknowledge that my errors, trespasses, and sins are first against God keeps me humble. The story of the ten virgins is found in Matthew chapter 25, verses 1 through 13. I am reading the New International Version. Matthew 25, verses 1 through 13. At that time, the kingdom of heaven will be like ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five were wise. The foolish ones took their lamps but did not take any oil with them. The wise ones, however, took oil in jars along with their lamps. The bridegroom was a long time in coming, and they all became drowsy and fell asleep. At midnight, the cry rang out, Here's the bridegroom, come out to meet him. Then all the ten virgins woke up and trimmed their lamps. The foolish one said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, our lamps are going out. No, they replied, there may not be enough for both us and you. Instead, go to those who sell oil and buy some for yourselves. But while they were on their way to buy the oil, the bridegroom arrived. The virgins who were ready went in with him to the wedding banquet, and the door was shut. Later the others also came. Lord, Lord, they said, open the door for us. But he replied, Truly I tell you, I don't know you. Therefore keep watch, because you do not know the day or the hour. Matthew chapter 25, verses 1 through 13. Lord, thank you for your word. Okay, people of purpose, please study this passage in your meditation time and refer to it often when you are procrastinating or think that God should hurry up. The question I usually arrive at is, am I prepared to be with my Lord in eternity? Have I done, have we done through him that strengthens us, meaning we gave God (laughs) the credit? Do we count it all joy when we face trials of various kinds? Were we obedient to his commandments and love God with all our heart, mind, and souls and our neighbors as ourselves? Did we love? Before we drop into the five ways I remain prepared in my business, I want you to think about your daily activities. What do you think is the purpose behind remaining consistent? How will it benefit you in the future? Why are you passionate about your goals? And who do you recognize as your source of strength? Matthew 25, 13. Therefore keep watch because you do not know the day or the hour. Here are five ways I minimize chaos and remain prepared. Number one, keeping watch as a daughter of God 
wife, mother, and entrepreneur means I must stay in communication with my Lord through prayer. My number one priority throughout the day is staying connected to the Holy Spirit. Combat mayhem, confusion, disorganization, madness, and pandemonium by thinking on things that are lovely, kind, peaceful, joyful, and good. Ask yourself, are you expressing patience, gentleness, and self-control? You see, the experience we are having is how someone else will feel, and perhaps it is magnified for them. We do not know when we encounter those who are weak in spirit. Pay attention to how your temporary emotions influence the outcome of your current circumstance. Pray without ceasing. Number two, minimize chaos and remain prepared by using a calendar. Write it down. As a podcaster and video creator, I compose topics and outlines in nine-week batches. This allows me to see the year from a bird's-eye perspective with the hope of making little changes each day to manifest greater growth. Now, what does that look like for me? Well, if you've seen my Bible verse of the day videos on Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube, I actually record all of them in one sitting for the upcoming month. Then I edit, produce, and upload using Facebook Creator Studio and, of course, YouTube. The process from beginning to end takes about seven hours, and having a calendar and writing down the things I've completed helps me not to waste time worrying or agonizing with thoughts of forgetfulness. Keeping calendars, multiple calendars, is another way to not feel overwhelmed. Pro tip, I use these separate calendars for myself, family, and work. The items that overlap, I share with the appropriate parties. Number three, the third way I minimize chaos and remain prepared is to practice being efficient. I stopped using phrases like, this will save me time if I do X, Y, Z. There is a huge misconception about that statement. We cannot save time. It is only something we can spend. Being efficient for me means thinking about the bigger picture. I know the things I need to do from a creative aspect and how much time it takes. So batching isn't saving me time. It allows me to use my time wisely. There are several routine tasks that we complete for ourselves, family, friends, and work. So by planning ahead, it causes us to think about time from a spatial aspect. How much space do we need to do that which we know will help us to be present and productive? That brings me to number four. And this speaks more to minimizing chaos, and that is to solve a different problem. Working with different personalities, quality of leadership, and different levels of spiritual maturity 
creates an environment of division, or it can. Knowing how to compartmentalize from a position of power prepares us to remain peaceful and loving. I've shared that my services aren't always welcomed, especially when duties and descriptions aren't clearly defined. My solution when working under the authority of someone else is to seek God's guidance and move on to another item. Instead of getting angry or growing bitter, take a step back and survey the proverbial land. What other concerns could you tackle to keep things running smoothly? As a servant of God acting as his ambassador, you can ask, what would Jesus do? Remember, there were places he could not perform as many miracles, and he was rejected. While we may not be able to leave an environment completely, we can keep watch for opportunities to serve the Lord with gladness. And finally, number five, which appropriately includes the five F's, faith, family, friends, fitness, and finances. Keeping things in order and keeping God first is the best way to remain prepared. Learn to listen more and speak less, especially when you're in an emotionally charged environment. Pay attention to the pattern or what is being repeated, because I can speak from experience that if a person says they will back off and yield to a harmonious work environment, while telling you how passionate they are about doing it their way, is not being honest with God, themselves, or you. How you can, I can, we can minimize chaos and remain prepared is by intentionally taking our thoughts captive and teaching them to obey Christ, which helps us quickly find solutions. We always want our activities to glorify God. We minimize the chaos by decluttering the activities we attempt to fit into one hour of our day. Be anxious for nothing and count it all joy when you face trials of various kinds. When we keep God first, Slowing down and listening to the Holy Spirit guides us into truth. Be present and strategically prepare, knowing that God will be glorified. Have faith and trust the process of the Lord's instruction. Minimize Chaos, How to Remain Prepared, Episode 10, Season 8 All scriptures read are in the show notes along with any website citations quoted during my research for this podcast. If you would like to support this ministry, please visit www.OurGivenPurpose.com and become part of our Patreon family. We are grateful to the sponsorship of Diana L. W. Coleman, Monica D. Parrish, Irvine St. Valouse, and Broderick J. Slaughter. Thank you to the many who have left a tip in the tip jar. Thank you. Are you reading the one-year Bible with us? 
Our given purpose, the ministry, will do this every year as the Lord has blessed us with incredible contributing writers, which has created a network of phenomenal people of God. And we are preparing for next year. If you would like to become a contributing writer for a daily purpose Bible study and devotional, please email me, Tori, at OurGivenPurpose.com. Check the show notes for the links. You have seeds to sprinkle, and don't lose sight of the ones falling on you. Where will they grow? By the road, in shallow soil, in the thickets? Or will they find a home in good soil to flourish and produce a good work? What God has begun in you, He will complete. Have faith and be bold. Your thoughts are thinking. So make sure you see what they are saying. To God be the glory. Live your life for Him. This is Tori of Our Given Purpose, the podcast.